Kia ora, I'm Miriam McCummell. Let's face it, university isn't just about learning, it's about socialising, partying. But when that gets out of control, what can be done? That's what Dunedin's grappling with right now. On one side, Dunedin's valuable student population worth hundreds of millions. On the other, community members who say students drinking, vomiting, destructive behaviour has gone too far. Here's Libby Middlebrook. If I can send one message to, to the parents of New Zealand, <laughs> don't think you can send your little darlings down here to trash this place anymore because we've really had enough. We've had enough. It's semester one in Dunedin, 20,000 students back from the holiday break. For an education and to party. You know, as a, a long-term resident here, I feel quite aggrieved that there's been such a turnaround in behaviour. Are you being intolerant? Um, no, I don't think I am. I just think having people urinating and vomiting and even defecating in the street, in public, in front of people, it is just totally unacceptable. Carol Devine and Jeff Dickey, two strangers from different parts of Dunedin, who tell the same tale about their city. I think um, everyone's entitled to party and no one here is trying to stop them from partying. But it's the way they're partying now. It's getting seriously out of hand. I think people have just had enough. It's gone on. It's got progressively worse and it seems to be getting worse each year. Dunedin. It's a party town famed for its architecture and academia. But it's the culture of drinking on the streets that has some locals at breaking point. The saddest thing to see that an intelligent city like Dunedin is being dragged down to this level by the mighty booze buck. All right, so that was uh, just a wee two-minute excerpt from a, something around 17-minute piece that uh, TVNZ aired on their Sunday program. And just quickly, I just want to say that I don't think there's a single person out there, not even a student that would think urinating or defecating in public would be acceptable. So that, I think, goes without saying. I don't know why they felt they had to say that sort of thing in the program. But um, I guess before um, we sort of maybe break it down a bit, um, what, what's your initial reaction, Paul, to that piece? Well, we certainly uh, sympathise and empathise with uh, residents who are concerned about the behaviour and bottle throwing, property dis destruction and harassment is completely unacceptable. Where we're most unhappy with the segment as a whole was that it tarnished all students in that light. Mm. And even if you go to the start of the clip that you showed, it mm -hmm. actually said students. It didn't specify how many students or which students. It That's just true. tarnished the entire uh, student population in that negative mm. way. It's not as if everything they said was overgeneralized to students, but there were almost strategic points throughout that it seemed to just say, students do this and yeah. students do that. So, and, and, you know, it could very well just be young people living in town. It's not students mm. of the university, I don't think. And I'll give you an example of that. So when they showed the picture of Hyde Street, they said 20,000 students back in Dunedin at the start of the year. Well, I mean, firstly, it's not even at the start of the year, mm -hmm. but we only allow 4,000 students or just under into Hyde Street. Yeah. And the way they said it, it was 20,000 students come back to Dunedin for an education and to party, as if every single student from Otago mm. has come back to party, which mm. is absolutely not the case. Um, yeah, I think the way they edited it and it was produced, I think definitely was intended to 
kind of create a bit of sort of moral panic and just get people、mm. a bit nervous. And I think definitely some conversations need to be had. But as a piece as a whole, I think it was a bit unfair to the university and the great things that the university does achieve and the students do achieve. And you know, there are definitely some parties that get out of hand. But、um, you know, it's not to say that that is what Dunedin is all about. And what、uh, one thing that was also frustrating is a lot of the conversations have started to happen around alcohol and student behaviour.、Mm-hmm. So the Dunedin City Council、uh, put forward some local alcohol policies in September last year,、yep. and then at the start of this year there has been a multi-stakeholder approach、yep. with the uni、back、and the in, police back in March. Yeah, and 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 so. It was a shame that Sunday didn't a mention that, but b they didn't even look at、uh, solutions other than a liquor ban. That that was the sole focus of、mm-hmm. uh, that that segment、mm-hmm. in terms of potential solutions. And I don't think they even knew that in 2013, the Dunedin City Council actually、uh, extensively considered whether a particular Dunedin North liquor ban. Uh, was appropriate, and even the vice chancellor, who、um, tends to take a harder line、mm-hmm. on alcohol than OUSA, said that it would be inappropriate to specifically target the student area for a liquor ban, and the evidence around a liquor ban of its effectiveness is very mixed. True, you or not you personally, but there is a petition、uh, that's circulating around that people can sign. It's、uh, framed initially as. Asking TVNZ to apologize, which they may not do, but it would be nice if they did a, a positive student story in the near future. But also,、um, whoever made the petition and OUSA and everyone is encouraging people to use that as a platform to share positive stories about Dunedin and the student culture.、Mm. So、um, yeah, how's that going? And is that、um, the main goal, or what are you hoping that the reaction? From TVNZ will be. I, I think it's a mechanism to the main goal, which is to demonstrate to the Dunedin community and New Zealand、uh, all the many great things Dunedin students do, which don't get covered. We've got many fantastic、uh, groups in Dunedin. We've got groups like Choose Kids and Generation Zero who、uh, contribute in,、uh, to important political discussions. We've got groups like Green Crew who help out. Uh, local uh, eco sanctuaries.、Um, we've got like a, a fantastic rowing club who who beats all the best universities. And so the long term goal is to get the media to focus on those m- more because unfortunately this kind of coverage drowns out all of that success, and、mm-hmm. that's what's really frustrating.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely.、Um, I understand they or TVNZ、uh, camera team producers、uh, talked to you around when they were preparing the footage for the piece,、um, but didn't end up using any of your footage. And the only people they Actually, seemed to talk to were the few, couple members of the public in this instance that were speaking out,、um, Harleen Hayne and Dave Call.、Mm. Um, what what did you say that they didn't use, or what was? Do you know other perspectives that they just chose not to use, or ended up on the cutting room floor, as it were? Well, I understand that they spoke. They spoke to、um, students in other flats,、um, but because what they said didn't suit the narrative. They were trying to run.、Mm-hmm. Uh, that got cut. They spoke to me for almost two hours,、um, but th- I mean the scope of what they were doing was so narrow. It was simply to say there are some students who sometimes、um, act inappropriately,、mm-hmm. and there's a drinking problem in Dunedin. And, and in fact, all the people interviewed pointed out that alcohol issues、um, impact the whole country, if not. 
uh, many countries internationally. Yeah, yeah. But there was a deliberate targeting of Dunedin, and uh, we were very defensive of Dunedin uh, in the interview. And I think because we didn't give the uh, segment that they wanted, and, and, and the segment that they wanted is the one they got from the mayor, which they showed on the advert to the program as saying he was embarrassed. But then if you watch the actual segment, he said, some of the time, yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassed. And yeah. that was what they were looking for. They were looking for that kind of like guilty humiliation of Dunedin students. Yeah, people can achieve a lot of um, yeah, story shaping through editing, unfortunately. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, these anecdotal quotes um, from the locals who are speaking out, uh, which is within their rights, um, but it is sort of just anecdotal evidence. Like one of the guys was saying that he thought that uh, the party scene was getting worse, you know, year in and year out, and this year is one of the worst. But um, talking to other people, I'm not sure that's absolutely the case. There are factual measures of that. And again, it was frustrating the program didn't use that. So each year the proctor's office collects uh, the, the number of incidents which uh, Campus Watch deal with. Mm. And between 2013 and 2014, there was a decline in all aspects. So that includes fire lighting, that includes just general disorder. All of those measures came down, which um, counters the assertion that, you know, it's getting worse and worse. And that's what we're really focused on doing at OUSA. It's what we do at our events. We have people on the ground um, at, to do the hard work to prevent those uh, inappropriate behaviours which a small minority commit. Mm -hmm. But I suppose this is sort of how TV media sort of needs to frame their stories somehow to just get people a bit riled up and, you know, in increase their ratings and that kind of thing. Um, but... Um, there are, you know, there are a few definite parties that get out of hand, but that's not the fault of students as a whole, I don't think. Um, I think the story did reasonably point the finger at alcohol as the cause and not just students behaving badly. Um, although after 17 minutes, it, you do feel like the students, you know, were grouped together and kind of generalized as being kind of party animals. But mm. just definitely in the editing and the, the some of the voiceovers that the producers did, they chose to label Dunedin as party central and mm. call Dunedin a party town, which I don't think it is. Like, people here like to, you know, have a party once in a while, but this isn't like um, frat houses, you know, lining every block kind of party that people sort of might imagine, you know, in the States. But mm. I don't, I don't mm. think Dunedin is that bad. Mm, I, I, I think it's just it's probably more noticeable in, in a visceral sense yeah. that because uh, you have close to twenty thousand students uh, within a small geographic mm -hmm. area or one geographic area with that a residential area so close to the university as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so you're going to carry on um, conversations with the DCC, I suppose, um, probably advocating that uh, just a complete public liquor ban is not the way forward because then that. I suppose just drives people, you know, into their flats, and then, you know, yeah, no, no there, knowing. There's a whole, on. there's a whole lot of other things that were talked about in the local alcohol policies and are being talked about now. So in the local alcohol policies, our stance is that um, when people go out, they have they have a choice over locations, and we would prefer that they choose uh, on licensed premises because mm -hmm. there's a level of. Uh, there's other people there to provide a bit of safety and there's legal obligations on the people serving alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, so our p general point there was that you need to make them attractive compared to pop-up flat parties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of other discussions which have 
uh, happened subsequent to that in the working party. There's talk about um, how to get uh, landlords more involved in the conversation. Because yep. if you, even on the uh, worst example they use, that roof uh, should not just be able to fall in mm. in the house. Yeah. Um, so it's looking at bringing uh, other actors because everyone actually has their own part to play. The, the university or OUSA or the DCC can't be responsible for everything they happen. It's important that each, each actor is aware of what they can do mm. um, to uh, mitigate the worst behaviours. Yeah, and in in sort of my opinion, sort of the worst behaviours are those of sort of public indecency that happen and sort of um, people throwing bottles maybe at people or verbally assaulting people. And I think there are, you know, laws in place to handle these sorts of things. Mm. Um, so, you know, the people that way step over the boundaries, um, you know, do get dealt with, with the code of conduct and things. But that's definitely a minor minority of the students. And parties can happen safely, really. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's worth pointing out that... Um as the Vice-Chancellor did actually mention on the Sunday programme, that people often um, criticise the Code of Conduct for being uh, too harsh. You know, Otago has one of the um, strictest discipline uh, measures, mm -hmm. and that's in addition to what the law can do yep. as well. Yep. So there certainly are consequences for people who do behave inappropriately. Yeah. And do you think there's any... What, what do you think are the best ways to approach the... You know, and it's not just Dunedin, definitely New Zealand's sort of drinking culture where maybe it's a bit of peer pressure, you know, just like going along with it, having a bit more maybe than you intended to. I mean, what, what as, a, as a student and as an OUSA executive, what do you mm, think mm. Um, people or society can or should do? Well, I mean, the biggest factor at the moment in New Zealand is the discrepancy in price between uh, alcohol at supermarkets and liquor shops and mm. alcohol in bars. Now, there, people will disagree depending on their ideological position on how you small in that gap. Mm. So OUSA would probably say, actually, you need to have uh, less constraints on, like, sales bars can do, because mm. that will mean that people choose to go into bars earlier yep. rather than buying alcohol from the supermarket and preloading. Mm -hmm. Um, because if you look at the countries, like in terms of the total amount of alcohol New Zealand consumes, it's actually not much more than the average for other countries. But other countries have a alcohol cult or drink alcohol much more in the public domain. Mm -hmm. And when you have people in the public domain, that means there are people other than their friends who are around, which moderates behaviour. It's mm -hmm. harder to indulge in drinking games and you've got activities, entertainment, music, mm -hmm. which means that alcohol isn't the central point of uh, the, the social the social activities which are happening yeah. um, and it, it's it's something that'll take time but it's slowly educating and improving uh, pe people's um, uh, behaviours around consumption and I think like, but the point does have to be made that being intoxicated is not an excuse to behave badly and I think mm. that's sometimes what people do there was a study that was published in the listener a few editions ago which showed that um, it's not actually the alcohol itself which causes people to behave badly, but when people are in that state, or people use it as an excuse to do things they wouldn't otherwise do. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Paul, uh, it's good that OUSA is, um, you know, sort of making more voices heard than that piece uh, made heard. Um, and yeah, good luck with uh, everything else. Um, so if people want to sign the petition, um, they can check out the link on OUSA's Facebook page. Yeah, it, it is on our Facebook page. It's quite a long URL, so I can't <laughs> rattle yeah, it off from memory, but it is it is posted um, on our Facebook page. Yeah, it's on uh, avaz.org, a community petition site, so no doubt if you just go to avaz and search um, 
TVNZ's um, report on Dunedin students. I think you'll probably find that as well. Um, Paul, thanks for coming in. Uh, I know you're busy. You're probably going to have other phone interviews and things about this after this one, I think. So, yeah, maybe this gets a bit more attention. And, um, you know, the reputation of Otago can go onwards and upwards. Exactly. As it deserves. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks so much, All right. John. Cool, Paul. All right. See you.